Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, delicious food, two unlikely friends, manga news, and some interesting updates. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener and viewer discretion is advised. Spark and Manga Review, episode 506. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope you're doing well out there in internet land. Hope you're excited for another fun episode of this awesome podcast. And if you join us for the first time, welcome. Spire Kinder, some podcasts and vain reviews about connectively enhanced narratives is a nerdy podcast where every episode we talk about various geeky topics and tell you the pluses and minuses of them. If you have any questions or comments or concerns, can you email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com or tweet me at Spirekin. You can also check us out on Facebook and YouTube at YouTube.com forward slash at Spirekin. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And with that in mind, let's actually get to it because we've got a lot of really cool news and some fun stuff. But first, let's get the podcast at hand because so much has been going on. So let's get to it, shall we? Because if you remember the last episode I spun, that one that only the Wheel of Manga and it dictated out to be there reviewing a manga that is written by someone kind of interesting and unique. We're talking about a guy whose name is Emboss. Yes, Emboss. And this manga was published by Fusion Productions Inc. and released over in the United States by Seven Seas Entertainment. The original run of this series is May 2019 and it's still coming out to this day. It was released in Comic B Magazine, and there are currently two volumes out right now. This is technically a Senin, I think, but it could go under so many other possibilities. It could be a Jose, it could be a Shonen. There really isn't a real demographic for this because there's a lot of questions on where this actually lands. And we'll get to that on the review itself. But this is a comedy slice of life fantasy series that's very unique and is known simply as Brown Wolf and Curry Tiger. So what is this manga that is so unique and different about? Well, it's about two buddies who love food. And they're very different in the way that they love their food. First off, we have Mita Jiro, who is this kind of chubby wolf who loves eating food. When we first meet him, he actually wakes up in the morning of the day and he's like, Yes, today's going to be an amazing and wonderful day and things are going to be amazing. I'm a little hungry, but life's going to be great. Meanwhile, we have his best friend and buddy, Yanagi Kagetora. Now, Yanagi Kagetora is kind of more of an angry and he's like, Really? We're dealing with this? And unlike his friend who's this chubby wolf, he's this very muscular tiger who's drawn a little bit too muscular for my taste. Almost like a bodybuilder. They're two halves of the same coin because they seem... Like, they'd never be friends. One of them is all about embracing life. The other one's very, I'm going to stay in my headspace. I'm going to do my thing. And yes, I have a job as a doctor, but I am really going to keep to myself. And that's what the story of this is. Have them just their day-by-day thing and them dealing with it. And their love of food, which is actually how they met. Because one day, one of them bumped into the other at a restaurant. And they ended up becoming foodie friends. Because that's the thing that they share in life is their love of food. And it's not like they're super gluttons. Like... Uh, the chubby wolf, uh, Mita, is a very obsessed wolf who loves ramen. He's addicted to it. He actually has a notebook of ramen places throughout the city. And every week, Mita and Yanagi go to these different ramen places and eat food and indulge. And he loves it. He's super addicted to it. It's kind of crazy how his obsession is. Because he's usually this very nice, jovial person. But when it's in food mode, he eats like a crazy person. And goes, nom, 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 nom. Because he loves eating. It makes him dance. It makes him want to work out because he needs the room for all the different foods. And meanwhile, uh, Kagetora is more about ramen. He lo- Not ramen. He's more about curry because of things that happened in his past. And he loves it. And it makes him more of a, I don't want to say recluse, but he's just someone who's a little different in life. With his love of curry. Because it reminds him of his childhood and his interactions with his brother who there's situations that we don't know about. 
And that's what this manga is about. It's about these two friends who love to eat and they're hanging out. It hints that there may be something else going on, but they don't answer that like people say, hey, are they a couple or are they not? Because they hang out every week. But they're best friends, but there may be more, but they don't really say what's going on. There's a couple of mysteries going on with what exactly happened between Kagitoro and his older brother, whose name was Akitoro. Like, there's something that happened between them, but we never find out what exactly occurred. And it's the story of them and their love of food and all these different food places they go to where there's delicious foods. And also, as you notice, they are animals. Unlike in something like Beastars, this world isn't just populated with animal characters. There are humans walking around. There's Mita's Kohai, whose name is Hanada. He's a human who's just there for no reason. Like, there's a bunch of animals. His senpai is a horse. And then you have Hanada there, and you're like, wait, what is he doing there to be all animal? Kind of weird. And then later on, they're at a competition to eat the most food, and there's just this fat college student who's just a guy there for no reason. And that is what this world is about. There's not much else going on in this. Food is depicted beautifully, and it's a story of two guys who really, really like eating food and their relationship together. Like, there's little vignettes, like, Ramen Wolf gets sick one day, so Curry Tiger shows up, because they've called each other, that's their nickname for each other, because he's like, you know what, I'm gonna call you Ramen Wolf, because you're obsessed with ramen. Well, you know what, your name's Kakatori, we're gonna call you Curry Tiger, haha! <laughs> See you there. And that's all it is. It's just two buddies who eat food and hang out. Not much else going on. I mean, there's nothing more to it. It's a slice of life, kind of comedy, kind of food manga. It's in a world that really exists but doesn't exist. It's kind of weird and kind of different. And I know that I'm coming across a little like, hey, I don't know. But realistically, that's what this manga is. This manga is a story of two guys. And it gives you a vibe of that they are a couple, but it doesn't emphasize on it. in the way that the characters are drawn makes you think that it's going to be something like Bara. It really does, because, let's be honest, now, for those of you who aren't aware, Bara is a macho man, burly man, big guys, not handsome people, gay relationships. So think M. Bison and E. Honda in a relationship, and that's Bara, pretty much. And that's what this is, because, I mean, you have pictures of the cover. You see that Curry Wolf is drawn very muscularly, like a super muscular guy, and then Robin Wolf is drawn a little more... Pudgy, but he's still kind of cute in a weird sort of way. So you get questions and just weird, very odd. Like there's a good example early on well, where it's just, it shows for no reason whatsoever. It shows Ramen Wolf's butt for no reason. There's no reason why it should be there, but it's there. And then there's pictures of Kagatora or Curry Tiger in very, well, poses. It's not titillating, it's not sensual, it's just like kind of just, why is this even in this? It should not be here. It looks very fan servicey. very, who is this for? Is this for someone who is another kin? Is this for someone who's a furry? We don't know. I like the art style for the food, and the general art style is interesting, but the plot doesn't hold. It just kind of is there. It's not the best thing ever. It's just kind of annoying, to be honest with you. Like, I like the concept that they're hanging out eating food, but then, besides that, nothing else. It just, it's stagnant, and I don't know who this is for. I really don't. So for that reason, I was trying to debate on where it should go, what we should do, what I should give it, but I'm going to have to give this our second lowest rating, which is Typical Reading Material, Local Correction Facility, or Psychiatric Institute. This is meh. It's really not that great. It's poorly done. The art style's fine. But like, and the production quality is kind of cool. I like the fact that you have Ramen Wolf on the covers, even though it's kind of weird seeing him naked on the front and then seeing his butt on the back. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not the demographic for this. 
I, I just can't fathom and work on how this even is popular. But if you've read this and you enjoy this, uh, leave a comment down below. Or more importantly, what you can do is you can email me personally at Zan, X-A-N, at Spirekin.com or tweet me at Spirekin. That's all you got to send it to me. Just send me a message there and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And with, that's my thoughts on this one. So with that in mind, let's actually get to the manga releases for the week. These are what came out on February 14th. Yes, Valentine's Day of 2023. And we've got some really good ones. Some excellent ones right now. So first off for this week, we've got Break of Dawn, the manga, which looks really cool. It's a one-shot, so you don't have to buy any other ones. Then after that, we've got By the Grace of God, Volume 7. Donuts Under a Crescent Moon, Volume 4. Drifting Dragons, Volume 12. Gap Papa, Daddy at Work and at Home, Volume 1. I have no idea what this manga is about. This feels like it's either a December-April relationship or it's some weird, strange daddy issue manga. Not sure. Gonna have to wait and see on that. Anyway, I digress. Next, we have the manga I've been most excited for, and we're talking about the final volume of Island in a Puddle, Volume 5, and I've waited to see how this manga is going to end. Because this Freaky Friday story of a kid and a serial killer switching places and all the insanity, I am curious to see where this is all going to end. And this is one I highly am anticipating, and I cannot wait to pick it up, and I'm definitely going to review this once I get a hold of this. But I digress. So after this, we have... Komi Can't Communicate, Volume 23. We're not at the end yet. We've got a ways to go, but we're almost there. Then we have Ladies on Top, Volume 2. Marmalade Boy, Collection 1. Yes, this is the collector's edition of Marmalade Boy, finally being re-released. If you're a fan of old-school shoujo manga, this one is one that should definitely be on your list. My Isekai Life, Volume 5. Parasite, the full-color collection, Volume 2. This is Volumes 2 and 3 of the manga in a nice hardcover collection. Radiant, Volume 16 of the manga. This one is just Radiant, Volume 3. Raven of the Inner Palace, the light novel, Volume 1. Yes, the... Anime, which came out one season ago, and I've got to admit, the anime was kind of weird. The concept of how she has her own part of the harem and she doesn't hook up with anybody because there's a whole mystery that she's immortal. This is one of those ones where it's the anime didn't draw me as well, but maybe the light novel will be better. Gonna have to wait and see, but I will put it on the Wheel of Manga. Rent a Girlfriend, Volume 17. The Sailor Moon 1 plus exclusive Q Posket Petite Figure. This is for the Naoko Takuchi Collection, so this is the Omnibus Editions. Volume 1. It can hold up to Volumes 2 and 3. And more importantly, it does have the exclusive K Pocket Petite Figure of Sailor V. And this is a nice one if you are a fan of Sailor Moon and you want another edition of the first volume of Sailor Moon. I've double-dipped this series. I'm not going to triple-dip, but if you are interested in this, definitely go for it. Sakamoto Days Volume 6 is the next one, and this is a great series. If you haven't read it, we reviewed it earlier in the year. Splatoon Volume 16, the series based on the Nintendo Switch series. The Girl Who Can't Get a Girlfriend, one-shot series. The Hunter's Guild Red Hood Volume 2. The Ice Blade Sorcerer Shall Rule the World Volume 4. The Witch and the Beast Volume 10. And then last and certainly not least for this week, Tokyo Aliens Volume 2. The second one in this great series that I reviewed a couple episodes back. The story of a young man who joins an MIB style organization to find out what happened to his father. Is this going to be good? Well, you're going to have to wait and see, but I'm excited for this. So out of all these ones, the ones that I'm most excited for are going to be The Girl That Can't Get a Girlfriend, Sakamoto Days Volume 6, Parasite Full Color Collection, Marmalade Boy, Tommy Can't Communicate, and Island in a Puddle. So which are the ones that you're most excited about? Let me know. Email me, zanspirekin.com, or tweet me at Spirekin. And let me know your thoughts on which of these series you're most excited about, because there are so many of them which have come out. And so many that look really, really cool and just, you know, they're that way. But I digress. So, you know, I'm excited to see how things are going to go. And 
Whichever those ones you are, let me know. Email me zansparkin.com or tweet me at Sparkin. Let me know where your thoughts are on this. And before I go any further, I'd like to thank all of you who are listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You're all really awesome. And every email I get, every comment I get, every new subscriber, it gives me more motivation to keep doing this podcast for as long as I can. So I know things have been kind of weird and also my voice kind of sounds kind of shot. I'm a little under the weather because I've been moving tons of boxes and there's tons of dust. And the reason why I'm moving so many boxes is because we are moving. Yes, Spirekin is moving locations once again. For those of you who've been listening for a long time, we used to be in New York. Then we moved to Massachusetts and now we're moving again to another state, a further state down. Where that is, well, you're going to have to wait and see. But worry not, I will still be going to most of the cons that I usually go to. Still going to Anime Boston, still going to be a regular there. Still going to be going to Otakon, Anime Next, up in the air right now, but we're going to wait and see. But I digress. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, definitely check out our website, www.spirekin.com. Tweet us at Spirekin. Remember to like and subscribe on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash at Spirekin. And if you enjoy what you hear and want to help us create more fun content for you to enjoy, definitely check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Spirekin, which has tons of unreleased episodes, audio files, some really absurd comments, and tons of rewards for our various members, for our society members. We have four tiers and tons of things going on, so let me know what your thoughts are and if you enjoy that. So, with that in mind, let's get to the part that most of you have been waiting for, and what are we talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, THE WHEEL OF MANGA! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on it. And what I've done is I've assigned a manga top to each of the 10 slots. So we're going to just spin the wheel, whatever number it lands on. That's the manga we're going to review in the next episode of the Spirekin Manga Review. I am excited to see what we're going to review next. I hope you are too. So let's spin and see what we're going to do, shall we? Okay, number two. So we're going to be re reading... Kowloon, created by the creator of After the Rain. Is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? Well, you're going to have to wait and find out in the next episode. But I hope you enjoy, and as usual, I am your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. I'll catch you guys next time, and keep reading manga. See you.